to step out of it. Amen. To step out of that situation. Amen. Apparently, um, Psalms, I think it's Psalms 147 and 3. Amen. Probably you can get that scripture. Psalms 147 and 3. You want me to take the next uh, Psalms 147? Yes, one, yes, sir. 147 and 3. Okay, it says, uh, He healeth the broken in heart. And bindeth up their wounds. He said he's the one. One forty-seven. Right. One forty-seven and three. All right. right. One forty-seven. He said he's the one that what bind up, but he also the both the broken wounds. So that means that pain comes along with your the process of overcoming. The pain comes with the process of coming. Okay? So so even though he heals, in order for you to overcome something, you have to be broken. In order for him to heal you, you have to be wounded. Okay? So so he heals the brokenhearted and what he binds up the wounds. So for us to overcome this situation that we're going through, of being broken, he's going to heal the broken. We can't get delivered unless we are broken. We can't see our way out of the situation unless we're broken. We're broken because of the fact of how can he perform a miracle of not overcoming something, overcoming something in our lives if we're not broken. He heals the broken heart and what he binds up the wounds means he, he he takes that known and, and put a band-aid on our boo-boo, right? He put a band-aid over our situation. A band-aid over, ow, ouch, we, we, we went in another direction one time. Oh, we did this. We know we shouldn't have this. We did that and we didn't do that, but he's constantly putting band-aids over our boo-boo, over our situation. So in order for us to, to overcome a situation, in order for us to step out of a situation, we have to be broken. And we have to realize that we're broken. And if we don't realize that we're broken, we will constantly be in the state and we'll never get delivered. We'll never get delivered. We'll never be able to be brought out because the fact that we never admit the fact that we are broken. We never admit the fact that we can cry. Yes, you can cry because he said, if he said he can wipe the tears from your eyes, that means we are, we can cry. In order to overcome something, we cry. In order to overcome something uh, that we're broken, we cry. We may even sing a little bit. We may have to go to ourselves a little bit. But he gives us to overcome that situation through our brokenness. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 4. And we're going to go to the third through the 25th verse. 
Matthew. Okay, we're going to turn to verse, chapter um, 23. Y'all can turn to, uh-huh. Chapter 23. I don't think it's chapter. I think it's 20. It's actually Matthew 4. You want me to take the verse? Go ahead and take it. It says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness, and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame, fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people, that were taken with divers, diseases, and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lutenacked, and those that had the palsy, and he healed them. You said 25 too, right? Yes, sir. Okay, and there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee, and from the Decapolis, and from Jerusalem and from Judea, and from beyond Jordan. Okay, here is another perfect example of brokenness. He cannot heal you if, if you're not broken. If you're sick, so that means it tells you that the body is designed that way, that if an illness comes, in order for you to overcome something, you have to be broken. You're sick. Diseases, bodies and body weaknesses, uh, talks about, uh, what is it, palsy, those, those, those are different types of, uh, seizures, um, it talks about the different, um, tornets, it talks about every form of a disease, uh, mental disorder, lunatics, people that are paralyzed, either from hemorrhagic or paraplegic, every single one of them, demons, even possessed by demons, so that means that even though God gave permission for but to perform the miracle and to show forth the miracle, right? He had he went in to heal them, to show that it's a, a, the miracle that, that are being performed. The miracles are not to be seen. The purpose of the miracle that scientists cannot explain. It's, it's a miracle that's unexplainable that man do not understand. But because of as a believer, in order for us to overcome that sickness, to overcome being possessed by the devil, to be overcome being possessed by a witch, to be all oh, oh, be overcome over every single thing that we're dealing with. 
It doesn't matter if you got a personal problem. You may have a problem watching watching stuff that you don't have no business watching. But he teaches us to overcome it. You have to say, I don't want it no more. We can't say, I don't want it. No, I don't want it anymore. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel this. I don't want to be constantly being possessed by the enemy. I continue don't want to continue to be hurt anymore. So when we admit that we don't want to be hurt anymore, this is when the the Holy Spirit begins to step in and and the Holy Spirit, and he begins to heal. He went in and healed. Everyone that came among him was healed. One, they had to believe in order for the miracle to take place. Okay? Because a lot of it don't even tell, it goes away unless, unless the belief system is there. But if they overcome means that, that means that they're stepping out of something. We're stepping out of that sickness. We're stepping out of that, 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 that what we used to do. We're, and we're constantly stepping in and out, in and out, and in and out. It's because that we have never, we never admitted that we have a problem to overcome that situation. And, and, and even though we, we say in our, with our mouth, with our lips, that we overcome it, but in our heart, we didn't. The Bible says, so is a man thinking, so is he. So if you think that you overcome, you will overcome. But if you sit with your lips and don't think about it, you will not overcome. You will not overcome that adversity. You have to. It's not just confessing with your lips. But the Bible says we got to confess it with our heart, and we confess it with our heart. That's where you do the cleaning process. It's from my heart. Remember that our heart is 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 is, is a, it's one of those just like the tongue is the strongest muscle in the body. Correct. So if it's the strongest muscle in the body, okay, the tongue is the strongest muscle in the body. The heart is the second strongest muscle in the body. Then that means that God can recircumcise what your heart. Only God can change the content of a man. Man cannot change the content of a man. Only God can change the content of a man. No matter how much we try, no matter how much we push, no matter how much we push for that try to overcome, but if they don't believe it, right? If they don't believe, how they expect them to overcome? They can't overcome something they don't they don't believe in. Okay? So we have to introduce that to them that, you know, that they can overcome that situation, but they the question is how? Because if they don't know of the word and they don't understand of the word, and then we can show them, but it's up to them to believe. My God, my God. Amen. Go to, uh, turn to Second Corinthians, guys. Second Corinthians chapter 1. Second, yeah, Second Corinthians, chapter 1. All right, we're going to split these verses up. We're going to split these verses up because it's 3 through 8. Amen. Amen. We're going to have, um, Joshua, you're going to read verse 3 through 5. And then the prophet going to read verse 6 through 8. All right. So we'll wait 
uh, prop, make sure proper proper you have it. It says six through eight. Yeah, you want to read six through eight. We're gonna have Joshua read three through five. Okay. Yeah, I got six through eight. Okay, so Joshua, go ahead and read three three through five. Grace, grace be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of the Confidential and the God of all comfort, who is comfort us in our tables, in our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we comfort ourselves. Receive from God, for just as we shared our dominance Unbundly in the sufferings of the Christ. Also, also your comfort abounds through Christ. My prophet, And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual and the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. For we will not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure above strength and so much that we despaired even of of life. Amen. Amen. So... In other words, like I said, he said that he comforted us when we are in trouble. He comforted us. Okay? Remember the Holy Spirit. When, when Jesus died, the Holy Spirit was left behind as a comforter. But it also talks about, when you go down to the further down to the scripture, it talks about the affliction. He said, even though that we're, that we're feeling some type of way, even though that we are going into stress, Right? He said, your comfort and salvation. So that means, he says, that the affliction, it was the, the affliction, in order for the miracle to take place in our life, the affliction has to be there. In order for us to overcome every adversity or everything that, that's coming up against us, in order for him to support that miracle, the affliction has to be there. Meaning, Affliction can be any um, sickness. Affliction can be the pain. It can be something that you are going through mentally. It's something that you're going through emotionally. Anything that you are going through. He said, if you are distressed, he said, before your comfort and salvation. Salvation means to be delivered from something. But how can you be delivered from something if you have never had what to process? Amen. We, we have to go through a process. It says that we have to endure suffering. Endure suffering, meaning that even though the affliction, we don't like affliction, we don't like to be sick, we don't like to be yes, we, we, we be in pain, we complain of being in pain, we come to him being in pain, yes, that affliction is there. It's there for a reason, because what he said, I left there for you to endure, 
was supposed to cry. Because it was far beyond what we can handle, we cried. And what? We endured. And yet, we suffered it in the midst of this. But the affliction, but once we cried, and out, the ability to endure began to expand. So I can, I can, I, I, I've done all I can. So now I've done all I can. It's far beyond what I can handle. But there's a process that we go through. There's a systematic process that we go through overcoming that. Overcoming is not easy. It's not easy. We're going to struggle for it. It's, it's our bodies. Remember, as long as we are in this flesh, we're going to we're going to, we're going to overcome a lot of stuff. We're going to overcome that. Overcome the world. He said, he said overcome the world, right? He said come over the world. That means that we that overcome the little stuff that's, that's around us, that's the, the physical, mental, emotional things that in order for us to overcome it, in order of uh, the decision that we have on our life. He said far beyond the ability to endure. So that means that we will cry out in order, in order and then once we cry out, that ability, that pain, then and only then the miracle will perform because what? He will get the glory out of it. It's not about glory about man. It's that God will get the glory out of it. Sometimes he will leave that pain right there. He will leave that suffering right there. Why? To remind you of where you come from. He will leave something behind to say, you know, I'm going to remind you where you came from. So when you, when you, when you, when you go astray or when you go another direction, here's this stuff reminding you that you got something and you got a bullet inside of you. You got something inside. I'm reminding you. That if it serves you to remove that thing, yes, you do something can happen. If you can remove an organ, something will happen. Why? Because he designed that organ. He designed these things. That if you move it, something will happen. He said far beyond the ability to endure. Far beyond the ability of what we can understand. So we can, so we can understand that Amen. Overcoming that situation, yes, it's going to be hard, but amen, he said, he that endure it. Endure it. Yeah, we're going to endure it. I mean, we're going to experience some struggle and we're going to experience all that stuff. And, 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 and because why? Because we're not all spirit. We're not all spirit. We're flesh. And because we are flesh, we're in this earth suit. We're going to experience affliction, pain, adversity, persecution, accusation, pain, everything. We're going to end this earth soon. But in the spirit realm, he's teaching us through the spirit to overcome. You 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 can't be so spirited till you know earth is good. Meaning that how can you understand what being overcome if you don't understand how to overcome it in your flesh? You can't overcome something that you have not experienced. Amen. You cannot overcome something that you have not experienced. If you have not experienced, how do you expect to overcome it? Through the Spirit, if you ain't never had an issue in your flesh, my God, you have never gone through it, how can you minister or spread something or encourage someone if you have never experienced it? 
in order to overcome that situation that you are in through the spirit. Now the flesh, I the flesh, your your flesh means to be receive salvation. It's not your spirit receiving salvation. It's your flesh receiving salvation, meaning being delivered from something, but it's your spirit. Amen. That 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 gives you that joke, that energy, that encouragement. Oh yeah, I can overcome this now. Nah, I've been through something. But I, I, I'm getting my, my spirit is going to override the flesh. Remember, God has created good and evil in the same plane. He created good and evil. So another, so that lets you know that He created the pain. But in order, to, in order for us to be delivered from something, He had to create something in order for us to show forth that we can be delivered. He had to create the, the, all of this stuff that was sickness and all that stuff like that that came from the third part of the heaven that came from the angels that was cast on the earth. He had to create that in order to what? To perform his miracle. So he's not going to just perform miracles just to be performing miracles. No, he performed miracles because there is a, a situation that we had to overcome. But the affliction, so it tells you in the word that the affliction is there, it's designed there. Your trouble, it's designed there. Your pain, it's designed there. Your activity, it's designed there. Being pressured, it's designed there. It's designed, but it's your spirit that helps you overcome that. My God, your spirit, man, helps you overcome that. Amen. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. And, um, Prophet, you want to go ahead and, and um, comment comment over there in the impartation from what we talk, what we all discussed. And then I have Joshua. Amen. 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 Uh, first, giving thanks to God and his son, Jesus, on this blessed day. Uh, I love the the encouragement that the words that were spoken today and and the the mighty scriptures that was were were, were read. Second um, uh, Corinthians uh, chapter one verse uh, three through eight. It is, it is you know even in these uh, tough times, this is really encouragement for all of us. Any uh, times that we are in, letting us know that. Uh, God is, is, is still our everything. He's still by our side. He's still there protecting, shielding us. We just have to now more than ever just, you know, trust in the Lord, you know, trust in him and understand he's our hope for everything. And we just got to, you know, uh, you know, bend more closer to the to the Father and the Son and and you know, growing and building a uh, relationship, you know, because, you know, even in the tough times and the weary moments and the weary times, because the enemy wants us to, to give up and, and lose our mind and, and, and don't want us to believe in the Father and the Son. So we have to now more than ever uh, understand that, that you know, uh, we can lean on the Lord. We can lean on the Father and the Son. We got, we got to lean on them both because they are one together. And we got to be one with the Father and the Son, and, you know, even in these tough and, and, and weary days we are in, times we are in, uncertainty that we are in, you know, we just got to uh, now more than ever uh, lean on the Father. You know, he's our everything, and, you know, he's our stronghold. So understanding that, you know, whatever we may face on earth, uh, on our earthly journey, you know, the Lord is still good. He's still there. He is still all-powerful. 
and he he is, is all shall always be good and always on our side, no matter what we face or go through. So you know, we, we it, it's very important that we are able to to share with one another the, the word of God and and, and encourage one another. You know, because God's word will never fail. His His power will never fail, and His love will never fail, and and His uh, saving, you know, will never fail. But we gotta be able to let the Lord in like never before. Let Him in, you know, because you know that's that's He is the only one that will help us on this earthly journey to get where we want to go, get through those heavenly gates when this earthly journey is over. So that's that should be our main goal now more than ever is getting to where He is. You know, praising His name for eternity, because this 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 world ain't gonna last no longer. So we just gotta be able to, but give thanks to the Father and the Son. You know, because of how good He has been throughout the years and even now. You know, and protecting and shielding throughout the many uncertainties that we have faced. Amen and thank God. I know some of us um, out there are broken over the losses um, of their family and their friends and Stuart and Judge Floyd. But I just want to say to those out there and George Floyd's family, I just want to, I just want you to know that that God is going to be watching over you. George, George, George Floyd will want you to be happy and want to be strong for be strong, but we just have to keep on moving forward. We will be remembered, but we will keep moving forward for His sake and to move on to a better future. And we have to stay strong no matter what because God's angel is sending, He's sending His angel to protect us at all times. We're going through crisis right now, but He's still watching over us and He loves us with all His heart. Amen. He says a broken heart that saves such a contrite spirit. So he, he, he gives us um, be able to a contrite spirit. So that means it, it, it talks about that our 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 mind, our earth suit is designed for us to have a contrite spirit. Meaning that sometimes we are not feeling our best and we're not feeling the way that we should be. It's designed that way so we can overcome. See, I think, I, well, why, if we're we supposed to be, you know, we, we believers and stuff and endurance, so really, we didn't really understand what endurance means. So it did not say we wasn't going to go through. Let me tell you something. As a believer, you go through more hell than, than, than the person that doesn't believe. Uh, we go through more accusations and persecutions more than a person that is a non-believer. Why? Because they're not strong enough to, 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 to deal with it. They don't want to deal with that. You understand? So God can't get the glory out of something that, 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 that they don't even have. It's a relationship that's not there. Okay? He gets, the, he gets the glory out of affliction, especially a person that believes. Perfect example, Job. He got the glory out of that situation. Everything that, that Job did, everything that Job lost, when he lost his children, he lost his cattle, his wife cursed him out, called him everything except the child of God, they curse him, God and die, and his friends, uh, uh, false accusate him, like, oh, he must, he must have did something because he got balls and all that situation. 
that lets you know that we are not exempt from it. We are not exempt from this stuff. So, like I said, he cannot get the glory out of anything if we ain't never went through nothing or experienced nothing. So, it's, it's, so in other words, what I'm saying to you guys is that we, it's ordained that we go through something in order for us to show forth his glory. He cannot show forth his glory if we haven't experienced anything. Glory is all good and all and good and great itself. No, the glory is the suffering that you endure. When, remember when Jesus died on the cross and he hung his head and he said, it is finished? The glory came, the glory came out of it one, once he gave up the ghost. And once he gave up the ghost, if you notice there was earthquake, there was the, the, the sky began to crack. Why? Because he got the, the glory came out of it because out of his death of his son. But when the resurrection, the power came through, that showed what? The manifestation miracle that even though, yes, my son has died, but in three days he rise. So, he, and out of a bad situation, he will show up. Instead of a, a situation that you're struggling with, you are, he will show up. So it's not like, it's not like, you know, we, we're in it for a long, long, yeah, we may, and some people may be in a situation for a very, 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 very long time. Why? Because he's trying to show them something. He's trying to show us something. Because if he's going through this and we're still doing what we're doing and we're still going in and out, he's trying to show us something like, look. I'm trying to get the glory out of it, but you don't want to get delivered. I want to get the glory out of it, but you too ashamed to share that what you did and what you did. But I'm trying to get the glory out of it. Why to show that you can get delivered? If he can change, he can, yeah, he can change a person. He says, he says, the, the again, he says, only God can change the conscience of a man. So if a person is homosexual and God delivered them, right? It's because he changed the content of the man's heart. He changed it. He did that. We can't change that. We can only we only only share the word, but we can't change it. God can change it. We can just put the we can just plant the you know plant the word there, plant it there, plant it there, and walk off. You can't sit there and argue with them. You can't have an argumental spirit when it comes to the word of God because the Bible tells, tells us that we're not supposed to argue about the word. If you got to argue about the word, especially a person that don't know the word or that disagree with you, just give them the word and let it go. So, so in order for them to overcome something, they're gonna have to prepare. We can't say they, they we can't show them they overcome. No, they gotta see it for themselves. No matter what their situation is, no matter what what area that they're struggling with. They got to see it for themselves. But all we can do is plant their word and leave it there. Plant the word and leave it there. And it says, um, if you, if uh, when y'all get a chance, I, I, I think it's John. Look at John. If you look at John 16 chapter and look at the 21st verse. John 16. If you look at John 16, all right, look at John 16 right quick. All right. And it's, it's going to be, uh, look at um, the 21st and the 22nd verse. Okay, and, and, and this is what points out. 
Josh, you're going to read 22nd verse. And then and the prophet's going to read the 21st verse. He's going to read the 21st. He's going to read the 22nd. 21st? Yeah, read the 21st. Okay. A woman, when she is in travail, have sorrow because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembers no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. Okay. All right, verse 22. Read that. Be so with you. Now is your time of grief. But I will see you again, and you will rejoice and take and no one will take take that away from your joy. Amen. So in other words, he says, when we are travail means pain. The word travail pain. We can actually go through a spiritual pain. It's called a, a, it's called a spiritual travail. When we are trying to something that, that God has assigned to us, an assignment, or of something in our lives, we're travailing that pain. The reason why the pain is there, right, because the time has come. So what I'm saying to you, in order for your deliverance to come, you've got to experience the pain. The pain has to be there in order for you to be delivered. The pain has to be there in order for him to get the glory out of it. And it's after that that she endures it, after she pushed the baby out, after you've gone through what you're going through, you forget about that. And he said, what the joy that is the child is born, that means that mean you've been delivered from something. You are, are, are you delivered from every, uh, 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 every pain in your life, every hurt in your life. You're being delivered from that. But in order to experience what a deliverance is, it says the pain has to be there in order to let you know that the time has come. That means that means time to be delivered. So whatever baby that you're struggling with, whatever little problem that you're struggling with, finances, gambling, anything, it could be anything, anything that we're dealing with, anger, this, that we're dealing with, at some point, he said at some point, yes, your pain. Like I said, once again, remember I told you, you have to be broken. There has to be, you have to be broken in, in order for him to heal you. You all, you, you, you have to experience the pain in order for me to deliver. And then once you deliver from that, okay, you deliver, you truly deliver from not deliver sometime and, and, and then go back to it. No, deliver, you truly deliver from it then you will experience the joy. Now, sometimes through that pain, you will experience grief. Why? Because it's the body is designed to experience the grief. When Jesus had the humanistic side, remember when Mary began to cry at the cross because her son had, had died? Okay? That was her time to grief. So even in the midst of your pain or the midst of you becoming something, you will cry. That's what it says. You will. Some people may not cry. Some people just say to themselves. They just lock themselves. You know, they, you know, they do certain things in order to, you know, they have to come to themselves in order to get that delivered. Okay? So it tells you right there, so he says, even when you are going through the pain, when the pain is there, the pain is there, 
So that lets you know that if you're going through that pain, that, that pain won't be down. Sometimes, it, you know, when a woman goes through a, a birthing process, it could be nine months. The pain could be nine months. The pain could be all the way through six months. Some have women, some have babies in five months and they have to go in the incubators, you know, to, to keep the baby stable. Uh, some people, they have to put surclodges in them so to make sure that the baby delivers on time so they won't lose. But, and it's the same thing that what God does. God sometimes has to put a spiritual surclodge in you because there's a certain point in your life that that pain has, there, there's a deliverance has to come, but that it's a certain way that that pain has to be released. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be released right now. Just because a person you lost a loved one in your life, don't mean the pain is gonna. It's gonna. It's just gonna be gone like that. No, it takes time. You walk through that pain. If it, you walk through that pain, you're gonna deal with that pain. You can't. No, no, no. But you walk through that pain, and it's when the pain comes. When when he says when they're pain or prevailing, it's because your time has come. That pain, that lets you know that I'm experiencing that pain because at some point I'm going to be delivered from that hurt of losing a, lo- a loved one. If that means that that other person tells you that it's designed for us to experience that. Jesus experienced that. When he was at the Garden of Gethsemane, he experienced that pain because he knew he was getting ready to die. How about that? He knew that Peter was going to. Betray him three times. He knew Judas was going to kiss him and betray him. How about that? He knew that. Because what? He experienced the pain. Because he knew the time would come that he was getting ready to go to the crowd. So it's the same thing to us. We have that pain, whatever pain that we experience, whatever we are experiencing, and not necessarily mean physical, but whatever we, it, it could be emotionally something you're experiencing, at some point it will come, that time will come that we will be delivered, that we will receive salvation from it, means to be delivered from something or delivered from something, delivered from hurt, delivered from anguish, delivered. And it says once it's delivered, once it's been released, you won't feel and you have such peace that comes over you. When you think about that loved one, that peace comes over you. When you think you think about that situation, that peace will come over you. Think about what the hell you went through, the peace will come over you. Why? It's because of pain you have been delivered from that pain. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Amen, amen, amen. You, we've been delivered from something. We were being delivered from something. Each one of us being delivered from something. It ain't like, you know, it's not like we're, we're not. And, and and then it talks about uh, what it says that um, uh, Hebrews, when you go through Hebrews, uh, Hebrews, uh, when it says Hebrews 1, look at he, if you look at Hebrews 1, it tells us, that we are, it says, we are surrounded by great cloud of witnesses and let us throw off everything that hinders and that the sin so easily entangles. You notice entangles. You know I mean? We got to accept, uh, accept the fact. Yes, everything that hinders us, throw off everything that hinders us, meaning, yes, Hebrews um, 12, chapter 12, verse 1, it says, throw off everything that, that, he, uh, that everything that hinders us, right? And that sin that is so easily entangled. So we have to identify what the problem is in order for us to release it. 
right? Whatever their opinion is, release it. And then it says, let us run and run with us, run and be persevered and mark the race out of us. So it's letting us run. We got to be uh, uh, running. In other words, he's telling us when we get out of that situation, we, we need to run like hell from that situation. And because we don't want to go back to that. Right? We don't want to go back to that. Amen. So, uh, okay. So, any, 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 any more comments? Any more comments before we close out? Anything before we close out? All right. So, we're going to go ahead and close out tonight, this morning. Amen. On Sunday morning, Mama. Amen. We thank God, everybody. And tune in. Amen. Tune in. Okay. Tune in to Sunday night explosion. Amen. Sunday night explosion tonight. Amen. At 8:30 p.m. Amen. 8:30 p.m. So for those who want to tune in, please tune in. Amen. For those who want to sow a seed into the ministry, feel free. Amen. Just to send.